0: Lotus FM News with Sureshian Pillay.
1: Five o'clock, good afternoon. A 68-year-old businessman, Abu Bakr Omaji, has been shot and killed at Drifontaine in the KwaZulu Hotel Midlands. South African police spokesperson Tulani Swane has urged community members to come forward with any information that might lead to the arrest of the culprits. That the police was in the era when he was allegedly shot and killed by an unknown suspect. And uh, suspects are still at large, and we are appealing to the anyone who might have you know about the other part of these suspects who please come forward and give us information so that suspects can be arrested. Information can be provided through our camp number or 10 Triple One. Over four thousand foreign nationals are still living in temporary shelters following the xenophobic violence in Kwasanatal and Ghauteng. Close to 3,000 nationals from Malawi, Mozambique and Zimbabwe have voluntarily been repatriated to their home countries. The the figures were revealed in a report on violence against foreign nationals to Parliament by officials from SAPS and the Department of Home Affairs and Small Business. SAPS confirmed that the outbreak of xenophobic violence in KwaZulu-Natal was caused in part by a labour dispute at a store in Isipingo near Devon. Home Affairs Deputy Minister Fatima Chohan says that though the frustrations may be legitimate, violence is never the answer. We're not saying that this is why people resort to violence. I think we must be very clear as leaders that violence is unacceptable under any circumstances. Humanitarian group Gift of the Givers Foundation's first team is on its way to Nepal to assist people affected by Saturday's devastating earthquake. Over 4,300 people are believed to have been killed and more than 7,000 others injured. The Foundation's medical team, research and rescue personnel, as well as paramedics, is expected to reach Nepal tomorrow. The second team is expected to leave on Thursday. The organization's Ahmed Bam.
0: Besides studying the humanitarian efforts
1: at Nepal, just as the givers, will be also uh, having a look at the South Africans that are uh, stranded at Nepal and we'll be trying to see how we can get them back to South Africa as well as if there's any medical interventions, medical treatments, we'll be
0: basically taking over that as well.
1: Meanwhile, parents of the South African schoolgirls who are currently in earthquake-stricken Nepal have expressed their relief after learning that all the girls are safe. Eighteen learners from St. Mary's Diocesan School for Girls in Pretoria are due back on Thursday. The death toll from the earthquake in Nepal has passed 5,000 with more de- many more feared dead. One of the parents, Leanne Stevens, says she can't wait for her daughter Savannah to come back home.
0: We battled We only got a confirmation from Savannah's group at about uh, about four hours after knowing of the earthquake. It was horrific. You you, you ask yourself, what was she doing? Was she walking? Did she get flung from side to side like a tennis ball, like you see on the TV? What was her state of mind? I, and Savannah is a very strong person herself, so she would help the uh, her other girls that she's with. And um, perhaps I'm going to laugh about it and they're going to make new friends and around the world and tell each other experiences, how they all were in different places and how they felt it, you know.
1: Stephen says she rushed home after hearing about the quake to watch TV news and see how bad the devastation was.
0: And when I came home to see what had happened, I didn't know exactly where Savannah was at that time. I knew that they had, the day before, had summited Poon Hill, which is just off Pekara. And I didn't know, was she descending? Were they at base camp? Um, with, I didn't know what they were doing. It's not like it's a um, you can get out of there in 24 hours. they they stuck there. They can't get a... a, a earlier plane, and perhaps they are so safe that they they can stay there and perhaps enjoy the rest of their few days they've got.
1: And finally, the scourge of rape in KwaZulu-Natal has prompted the Premier's office to launch an anti-rape campaign to combat sex crimes against women and children. This was announced by Premier Senzam when he tabled his budget. A 76-year-old mother who was raped by her own son, an 86-year-old nun who was raped and murdered, among the cases reported recently in the province. Antonio says the anti-rape campaign aims to change community attitudes to violence against women. And I hope that in in both uh, incidents, uh, the perpetrators have been arrested. But the problem is that after arrest, we'll all all forget. Now, this campaign that we're launching is uh, to profile these incidents against uh, innocent women in our province, while also assisting the victims but at the same time encouraging activism on the part of the public against rape before they actually happen. And I must say that we, we really abhor rape. In top story at 5 o'clock, a 68-year-old businessman, Abu Bakr Omaji, has been shot and killed at Trifontaine in the KwaZulu Hotel Midlands. Remember, the SABC supports the hashtags, say no to xenophobia, and we are one. I'm Sureshun Pele. I'll have your headlines in half an hour.